What's up, Dunwoody? Last week's intro was a little long, so we thought we could get right into things this week. My name's Matt, Justin's the co-host. The real star of the podcast is the man that pays our bills, and that is Dr. Brett Friedman from Village Orthodontics. If you or a family member is in need of orthodontic work, then Village Orthodontics should be your obvious choice. We're trying to plug all of the Dunwoody 4th of July parade sponsors, and so here we go, real fast. It's presented by the DHA and Reporter Newspaper. The gold sponsors are the City of Dunwoody, NFA Burger, Discover Dunwoody, EEP Events, Silver sponsors are Cap Concepts, Crema, Dunwoody Urgent Care, Dunwoody Animal Medical Center, Brightening Bins, Piedmont Bank, Atlanta Academy, Rotary Club of Dunwoody, and Northside Hospital. The bronze sponsors include What's Up Dunwoody, PCID, Dunwoody Senior Baseball, Briggs Vision Group, DRB Development Solutions, Club Pilates Dunwoody, Dunwoody Pharmacy, Arc Pet Spa, and the Robin Blast Group. This is a conversation we had with Doraville Mayor Joseph Geierman um, a few weeks ago, and you know, I live really close to Doraville, and they're doing some amazing stuff there. They're really making moves in the right direction, and we wanted to hear a little bit about what's going on in Doraville. So here's What's Up, Doraville. What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. We're here with Doraville Mayor Joseph Geierman. How are you? <laughs> Hey, uh, I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? We're pretty good, right? That's how we start. We just yeah. go right into it. Yeah. yeah. We're at Doraville City Hall. It's nice to, to be back here again. Thank you guys for, for coming and uh, seeing us. I appreciate you taking a step out of Dunwoody. Yeah. Well, I live like on the border of Doraville, Dunwoody. And so in Dunwoody North, we all want to know what's going on with the assembly and you know what's going on in Doraville. So... Um, well, uh, so I think that everybody or probably a lot of people have heard that Great Television uh, or subsidiary of theirs acquired the the full, <laughs> the entire 130 of remaining acres of the assembly site. And their intention is to uh, stick with the vision that had been laid out by the city and by previous developers to create a uh live work play environment but the work part is going to be made up primarily of uh movie production uh or entertainment production type services so um they are actually supposed to be getting moving fairly quickly this summer it seems like they're ready to go yeah i i I mean they they laid out a substantial amount of money for the site. And I think they're really serious about being developed. Uh, they would like to get started next spring with actual production. Wow. So, uh, time, time is of the essence for them. So what we're doing on the city's end is trying to just streamline any processes that we have and, uh, work with them ahead of time. If there are any, any potential roadblocks to try to, uh, try to make sure that, that they don't become holdups in their schedule. Yeah. I wonder if is the G dot work going to be a holdup? I mean, is that uh, so close to it? I don't know. If- I, I actually don't think so. Uh, if you if you look at where G dot's planning on putting their their toll lanes, it's actually uh, kind of over Motors Industrial. On top of yeah. Um, I think that there's some question about how the the parcel that G dot purchased inside uh, Grace do inside the assembly. Uh, area you know to to do basically like as part of the part it? of the the entrance for yeah. the for the lanes how that's going to be built in um but they they have all those plans so they'll they'll be able to uh 
basically uh, work around work around it. But I don't think that those uh, planes around two eighty five are, are going to stop them from from getting moving on there. Cool, their they're getting started because the last who was the last company that owned it that Integral. just kept dragging, dragging, dragging. Well, I, I think it was a it's almost like High Street and Dunwoody. It was a it's a challenging site to develop because when you you know if you remember the GM plant, it was almost. <laughs> completely covered with manufacturing facilities and the infrastructure there was for these heavy uh, automobile manufacturing. So whoever comes in has to build out infrastructure for, you know, more parcelized areas. And I think that the previous owner was working hard to try to find the right user uh, for, you know, the majority of the space because I think that was you know, marketed to Amazon, marketed to uh, anybody uh, that would take yeah, it. Yeah, like different. I think there was a there was a paint company that was looking to relocate to Georgia potentially. It was marketed to them, um, but you, they didn't have the funds to actually develop it themselves on spec. They had to find oh. find the right user. So you know, they were kind of borrowing money to. So when Serta Simmons headquarters came in, okay, well, we can build this parcel. And then I think the idea was always to then build out the next and then the next. It was a much more incremental approach. Uh, The good thing for those of us who live around the project uh, with this new owner is that they they do have a lot of capital available to them. To build the whole thing. Yeah, and they've got a vision for it. They're going to build it out all at once and... um, I think hopefully then we'll see the benefit from it just in terms of, uh, you know, some of the, the additional businesses that will come up around it. The uh, won't be, you know, big dirt and concrete pile uh, when you drive by the freeway. So um, and have we even mentioned it's what is it? Nine movie studio uh, lots, correct? Yeah. Nine? Currently they're planning on building uh, nine sound stages and uh a lot of those, a significant number, are going to be used by Gray themselves for for the production that they do. Um, and you know, the interesting thing about Gray Television is that you know we've, and in Metro Atlanta, we don't have any any of their uh, their television stations, but they they own a lot of uh, markets, kind of in more rural areas, outside. I think they've got one in Augusta, they've got one in South Georgia, but. Uh, you know they've got hundreds around the country, and um, and they so have, they're used to doing this. I mean, is there? Well, other this is probably the studios? biggest project they've they've uh, built, and I think they've been expanding into other areas too. So they just bought uh, a country uh, country music television station. They bought an e gaming uh, tournament. It's uh, all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think these are all about entertainment and about selling the the viewership, you know, selling the viewership stuff. So there's going to be an e-gaming uh, stadium as part of what they're doing. What? Oh, really? Uh, That's yeah. cool. So, I, you know, I, I'm not a big e-gamer, but, Neither you know. I. That would be fun to go watch. Yeah, but so. I, think that, I think it's kind of a cool idea. And I've seen some of, the, some of that stuff uh, broadcast before. So, uh, yeah, I think that, I think that they're um, – and they, they actually own uh, – I think it's called Squirrel Studios, uh, which is uh, one of the largest black-owned or black uh, entertainment uh, media production companies. 
I thought Tyler Perry had that on lockdown, though. He's probably got uh, the biggest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I think in terms of the, the actual stuff they produce, it's one of the biggest. So um, That's cool. Uh, so that that's coming here as well. So uh, they've got a lot of interesting plans. Uh, you know, some of it, uh, you know, I think they're still, they're still figuring out, but I know that they absolutely want to get their, uh, their production studios up and running. And I think... The interesting thing is that they, when they started, this they, the original idea was, we just want to, uh, you know, they're just looking at a, a parcel, and then as they started talking about it and realizing what they what they needed, they they kind of expanded on that vision, and um, I I really do think that, uh, you know, when you look at the what's available inside the perimeter, this is probably. You know, otherwise they were looking at going way out right. <laughs> in North Georgia or, you know, outside of uh, the metro Atlanta area. So this is probably one of the best sites they could have found. Is that probably the biggest business that Doraville will have? I mean, is there I know that we've got like State Farm and. Uh, well, yeah, and- I think definitely, um, you know, I'm expecting there to be thousands of jobs. <laughs> you know, That's you, awesome. you have to you have to see what the you know, what it all looks like when it's. Built out. Now I would expect, you know, even in the general area, um, Doraville, Chambly, Dunwoody, there probably would be other other companies that would start up that would be servicing these uh, productions that are happening. I think they've got some interest from uh, other, you know, other companies that do production work too, because there's just such a yeah, who knows what what'll happen with the Georgia film credits and with uh, with everything else? And if that happens, uh, you know we're we're in trouble. But um, but for right now, there's there's a lot of uh, production work uh, coming to Georgia still, and uh, a lot of uh, demand. Well, yeah. given given that it's the media company that's that buying it and building it, that kind of sounds more like salaried people that would be there more, more permanent, right? Like with Third Rail, you know, they get in maybe a movie for three months and then it's gone. Somebody right? moves in there, yeah, right, right. And they move so back out. yeah, so you're probably looking at people that actually need. To rent, you know, well, homes I or buy it, houses. I think it'll be it'll probably be a combination of of the things because I, you know, I I'm not in the 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 movie or television business, but I I, I anticipate that they have uh, they'll have some that they'll be using just for their own uh, you know production of whatever uh, content they're they're creating for for their television stations. But then um, I'm sure there will be some some more. It's kind of that whole industry is sort of, you know, cyclical in terms of, you know, production gears up and then it, you know, ramps down and then another one comes in and ramps up and closes down. So um, as far as housing, is there like apartments and, you know, single I think families? That they're, or, uh, I think they talked about that at all. I think they're looking at apartments and townhomes. Uh, and my understanding from how they want to do it is to uh, create facades that could be used in uh production so if they they're filming a movie they want to say you know this is chicago or somewhere else you know then uh you know it's so it's gonna it look looks, it looks cool. it's yeah gonna look like eclectic and different yeah areas. So like like a like a city or you know that's neat so um so yeah i, I think that they're uh there's probably not going to be quite as much housing as the previous owner had anticipated but uh, i think it's uh you know it'll be a good mix of have they talked about calling it assembly 
I believe they're going to continue calling it assembly. Uh, I like that name. Yeah. Well, I, I think that, you know, there's enough, there's enough uh, brand equity that they got built up that, you know, they'll, I think gray studios at assembly or, or something. Yeah. Um, so uh, as far as I'm aware, I think they're keeping the name assembly. They should keep the robot cars. Remember that? The yeah. Are they doing that? <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I know that they still, the ro- the car is still there. Whether it never really was fully operational. Um, it's sitting on location. Uh, I think it's at third, the third really? rail or it was at third rail last I heard. Yeah. That's cool. And then there's um, the other, I guess, big job that's going on in Doraville is over right off Tilly Mill, like by, behind like Oasis, that area. Oh, well, the- um, so, yeah, there's uh, Lumen uh, Apartments, which are being built out. It's uh, a lot of people from Dunwoody go to Paw Stand, which is uh, yeah. located in the, the shopping center there. The majority of that shopping center... Uh, you know, basically died once uh, Peachtree Industrial turned more into a freeway. Mm-hmm. And um, so this is going to hopefully be a better better use of that property and, um, you know, bring bring more, uh, more housing options to Doraville, which, you know, most of our housing stock was built in the fifties and sixties. So this is, uh, you know, some of the first new, um, residential that's been built here <laughs> since, since then. Is that all residential? Is there going to be any uh, live work play type stuff or? Well, I mean, they're keeping some of the, some of the, Jimmy's uh, and yeah. So, well, Jimmy's I think is on a different parcel, but they're keeping the paw stand and, uh, you know, the, the other retail that's over there. And then they'll have a little bit of retail built into the uh, to the ground floor. Okay. And it's going to be up on the street. It'll be a you know more of an urban um, uh, design. It's if near it's, Tilly Mill. Yeah, it'll be up on the the street at Tilly Mill. And actually, um, there's an access road right now that you get off you know to get to Tilly Mill, um, and that will. I think the the plan is for that to be reworked a little bit so that it could continue all the way down Flowers Road. Um, you know, it's kind of a a full connection um, yeah. for people who live there. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Well, what else is going on in Doraville? Well, I, I think that, the, to me, the most exciting thing, um, we're sitting in Doraville City Hall right now, and actually, um, you know, this location, along with a number of other uh Buildings, our courthouse, our police station, uh, our library, and plus just some green space are uh, built out on you know ten to thirteen acres of of land directly across from the Doraville Marta station. Um, I kind of feel that uh, you know there's a huge opportunity here that we've been uh, missing for a long time because you know. You, you look around Metro Atlanta, where is uh, development happening? It's around MARTA stations. Right. And we've kind of been sitting on the the most valuable property in the city of Doraville. Um, I, there's a huge amount of value here uh, for redevelopment. Right now, we're partnering with Urban Land Institute uh, for a technical assistance panel they're providing, which brings in... Um, 
real estate professionals from all different different walks what you know from designers to developers to uh uh you know other other planners um and and so they're they're going to be making recommendations to the city about steps it should take to um to move forward on redeveloping this uh this area um, so all this stuff's going to move somewhere else and you're going to, well, uh, or consolidate. I, I think that, you know, if, if you're, you know, your audience may not be totally familiar with, with the area, but it's a lot of small low rise buildings surrounded by parking lots that have been built out over, um, that, you know, have been here for a long time. You know, if you consolidate the city buildings into, um, one building, uh, built a parking deck and then had, uh, you know, multifamily or other other types of development along here, I think that um, you could create a pretty thriving, uh, you know, live work type area. And um, so we, I anticipate that we'll, we'll relocate from the buildings that we're currently using and, you know, that'll have to be part of whatever whatever plan that we have but um but i you know honestly uh i'm excited about the the opportunity because i think that uh in terms of a real great television is really important for us and i think there will be a halo effect from that but i also think that redeveloping across from the the marta station um you know may potentially has even bigger opportunities for uh you know what the future of Doraville could look like along the Beaufort Highway corridor. That's cool. You do have the best restaurants over here. That's uh, one thing that Dunwoody always looks up to you guys at the, you know, eclectic food, all different races and nationalities and stuff. So Yeah, no, well, we definitely, uh, you know, and I think that's one thing is we, we develop that um, we have to make sure that we we don't lose what makes Doraville special. We don't necessarily, we don't want to be Brookhaven or, or Chamblay or anywhere else. Doraville wants to be, you know, we do have these immigrant entrepreneurs who've, who've uh, become our true strength of the city. We wouldn't want to lose that in, um, you know, any of the redevelopment that um, happens here. So, you know, we just are looking for ways that we could uh, continue to, you um, keep them in the city are there any big summer events coming up uh you know we are actually this is Dorville's 150th year so uh in december uh it'll have been 150 years since the city was founded in 1871 uh we're having several small events uh through the summer and our hope is that we'll have bigger events this uh you know the hopefully the pandemic eases uh, but we've had a number of events in parks where they're kind of community, like neighborhood barbecues celebrating, mm. uh, celebrating the 150 year anniversary. Uh, we're anticipating having a large, um, large event in the winter, uh, which we hope will be, we good and hopefully COVID some free, things. Yeah. Out of the way. <laughs> well, yeah, I, or at least generally you know we won't have to worry as much about social distancing as much about um some of these other other issues but um we're we're still planning some of those i think there that there's a committee that's working on it i think they're also working on a uh, car show 
right before the year of last year, we had originally been scheduled to have a taste of Buford highway, uh, event. And then, you know, that got canceled. So we're hoping to be able to bring that back in the fall yeah. as well. So, um, so that we could have a 150 year tie in for that too. Yeah. There was a couple of years ago, um, there was a lot of talk about tying like where third rail is, is really close to where Shambly wants to put their like city hall area or their, um, you know, the old town area. Mm-hmm. Are you guys still planning on connecting those two? And well, I, I think that I think that uh, I know that Chambly is having conversations with us about the trail. The trail because their, yeah, down their rail the trail connects railroad will actually connect to uh, to assembly. And I know the developers talked about that as well, making sure that they build in those. Um, those connections um yes yeah, so you could walk from like that, contrast to that'd be the, cool yeah. yeah yeah i mean ultimately you know that should connect all the way down to uh the belt line to the eventually belt line. Yeah. yeah so a uh, matter of time yeah so, so it's in the works i think it, i think it's probably gotten sped up a little bit for shambly because because of the the gray television acquisition um just they realize they could do something a little quicker, mm-hmm. quicker now. I like that area, Shambly too. Contrast, the, well, yeah, yeah, like where the old area is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got some good restaurants. Southbound, yeah, no, it's which great I thought area. Southbound shut down for good, but they opened back up. Yeah, that's good to hear. I saw people out there the other day. So. That's one of my favorite <laughs> restaurants, and we went by, and it was it was shut down completely. We we're like, oh no, I hope it's not out. Yeah, they, I, I. I didn't know if they'd shut down completely, but I didn't know if they were planning to reopen anytime soon. But I saw people sitting outside the other, it's like brunch or something. So Yeah. We were just talking with, uh, with Lynn Deutsch and, you know, she was talking about moving everything outside. Is that kind of what you've seen around here? Like restaurant wise, a lot of outdoor dining and that kind of thing. I, I think that um, some of our entre- restaurants have a little bit more challenge with that than in some areas because it's not like they have their own parking lot to move out Strip into. Malls, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a little harder to block the flow of traffic or whatever. So, we the city council did um, pass a uh, pass a law, and you know it's still in effect, allowing outdoor dining. And a few, uh, I think, a few businesses have taken taken us up on that, but it is not taken off as much as I was hoping. Yeah. You mentioned uh, Mayor Deutsch. Uh, you know she's been a great partner for our city, just in terms of uh, how we are responding to the coronavirus pandemic. Um, you know, Doraville has a very large immigrant population. I think on the uh, the east side of Dunwoody, there's you know some more immigrant population that's kind of uh, similar to Doraville's. Uh, she's, she and you're in the Dunwoody City Council are, are partnering with Doraville to provide, uh, we're doing two, two part vaccination events in each city that, uh, really is, is trying to target people who are non-native English speakers. And that the idea behind this is that a lot of people who, you know, do speak English, do have the ability to navigate the, um, you know, the online systems or whatever else are probably likely they've already gotten the vaccine or they're in Q2, but the, um, the people who maybe the system is a little more intimidating for 
or who maybe don't have a form of ID and might be worried about it or whatever, we want to try to make sure that those people can get vaccinated too because, uh, you know, we don't get back to, to normal until until we reach herd immunity. So, um, you know, we can't leave anybody out, you know, <laughs> whoever they are, they, we want to get them vaccinated if they're willing. Yeah. So, um, so we had the first event uh, this weekend. And so we're, um, we're excited about that and looking that forward smart. to it. That's a good way of doing it. Yeah. So, um, so, that, so that's been a, a great partnership between our two cities. And, um, you know, I think for any city in North Cab, uh, you know, we need to be looking regionally at how do we partner with each other. And, um, you know, hopefully this is just one, one of, uh, you know, many future partnerships that we'll have. Yeah. Probably found yourself working closely with a lot of the mayors more than more than before. Definitely uh, during the pandemic, um, you know, the DeKalb Municipal Association moved to to Zoom meetings, and it probably did make it a little easier to uh, to communicate and participate. And I think that some of that will um, will probably continue after after the pandemic. I think the two cities that begin with a D need to stick together. The D's, you know, you guys can like whisper to each other on Zoom. Isn't that that a thing? I'm always leading a Zoom. I could never like do the like, hey. I've never used Zoom until the pandemic, really. Nobody has. I've been been using it a lot more now. Yeah, I'd never, I I mean, I heard of it, but I didn't ever use it or have a reason to use it really, so. If only we would have invested. Hey, what made you decide to uh, run for mayor? Congrats, uh, by the way. Well, thank you. <laughs> Seems to have worked uh, out. <laughs> you know, I, I I've lived in Doraville for 20 years, and um, I think the city. You know, I love the city. I think uh, you know our location is great, our residents are great, um, but I've been frustrated by the pace of development, by the. Um, uh, by the fact that you know, I served on city council before uh, before deciding to run, and just didn't feel like we were we were we had a lot of leadership that was kind of moving us in any particular direction, and um, yeah, so I felt that uh, you know I had the I had the passion and uh, the skills to be able to provide some of that leadership, and I had I do have a vision for the for the city that I shared with the, the people who live here and they bought into it. So, um, you know, so now it's all about implementing on that. Doraville does have such possibilities like where you're located. I mean, right at the end of the MARTA stations and, um, you know, everything is tearing down Peachtree Industrial towards you guys. And so there's a lot of, a lot of opportunity. It was a good, good timing for you to take over really. Yeah. Well, I, I think, uh, you know, you've got to offer, you know, Timing is important, but you know you have to have the right people at the right right place in the right time as well. So right, right. hopefully, I think we've got that team. We've got a really good city council. As yeah, well. I like your council. And you saw them through a pandemic, so there you go. Yeah, you got through. The, this yeah. has got to be the worst that you're going to deal with, right? <laughs> well, well, knock on wood. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> well, cool. Well, thanks for the time, and um, yeah, we'll see you soon. All right, guys. Thank you, Thank you very much. Thank you.